part 2 there is nothing to worry from living enlightenment by paramahamsa nityananda worry a legacy passed down worry is an unwanted legacy passed down from grandparents to parents to children children are like sponges they simply absorb the body language and attitude of the parents the parents are not even aware this is happening for example if a child hears the mother repeating a certain worry four or five times the child simply internalizes the habit he grows up repeating statements unnecessarily which is one attribute of worry ultimately he carries the worry with him into marriage and then both he and his new wife must deal with it even though it was originally his mother's concern they will then hand it down to their children unless they stop naming it and learn to live with what is one man was pushing his baby in a pram the baby was screaming at the top of his voice all the while the man kept repeating quietly keep calm george don't scream it will be okay his wife told him to keep quiet a woman who was watching this said to the wife why are you so rude to him he's really doing his best to pacify your son the wife looked at her with resentment pointed to her husband and told her he is george when parents express constant worry children grow up thinking life goes on only because of worry understand that life goes on not because of us but in spite of us the problem is that parents expect their children to worry if they don't they brand them as uncaring it is possible to care without worrying care is doing worry is chattering there is no use chattering chattering is like trying to cross a bridge before it comes a young boy was driving his mother to, to the neighboring village they were nearing the village when they remembered a particular village, uh, bridge that used to be very old and unusable the mother got very anxious and said i will never cross that bridge by car the son said let's see how it looks when we come to it the mother said i am sure the bridge will break if we attempt to cross it the son replied let's see how strong it is we won't cross it without checking it carefully the mother said if something happens to you or me your father will never forgive me she kept going on like this becoming more and more upset soon they reached the spot where the bridge stood the bridge had been replaced with a new one there are two things to understand chronological planning and psychological worry chronological planning is needed to set up a schedule for tasks or projects to be completed for example you decide i will wake up at 6 am do my meditation then take a shower at 7 am and leave for the office by 8 am i'll finish work by 5 pm and return home by 6 pm this type of planning is perfectly all right but before you come to each task on your list you start creating anxiety about it you think of the pros and cons of each etc this is called psychological worry this is not needed chronological planning is all right but psychological worry is not needed it is like trying to cross a bridge before it comes so much energy is spent worrying it is all of no use in the story i just narrated it does not mean that the son does not care he cares without worry that's all 
Why contemplate over the bridge even before it comes? You can clean the physical parts of your house, your carpets and floors. But what about the space inside your house? This space is the energy that circulates throughout your house. It captures all the thoughts you radiate. It sets the very mood in the house. Your worries rest like cobwebs in the space of your house. That is why when you enter your house, you experience a familiar pattern of worry. The patterns remaining in the space of your house grip you when you return to it. Understand that your mental setup settles into the space of your house. The big problem is that you become so used to your patterns of worry that you are, end up like an island that is cut off from the fragrance of the mainland. You are cut off from the fragrance of existence because of your worries. You miss the miracles of existence that are continuously happening around you. You forget to appreciate and remember only to complain. You forget laughter and remember only anxiety. You forget bliss and remember only stress. Remembering these negative things becomes a mere habit. Awareness The benign virus What is the solution to this distorted software of the mind? Deep awareness is the solution. Deep awareness is like a benign virus if such a thing exists. Once awareness enters your system, the more you work with the mind, the more the awareness gets into the worry software and destroys it. Awareness is nothing but bringing our focus to exactly what is happening in and around us. It is witnessing. Anything that we watch with awareness will dissolve. That is the power of awareness. Whether it is physical pain, mental pain, worry or something else. When we watch with awareness, we stop the conflict somewhere within us. We start moving with the natural flow of things. When we watch worry with awareness, we focus light on exactly how worry is created, how it exists. Once this happens, the worry starts to dissolve and clarity starts happening. There is a small story about Buddha and his disciples. One day, Buddha arrived for his usual morning discourse with his disciples. He had a knotted handkerchief in his hand. He showed the handkerchief to the disciples and asked if any of them would come up and untie the knot. One disciple went up and tried to untie it. He pulled and pulled and the knot tightened. Another disciple went up. He looked at the knot for a few seconds and easily untied it. All he did was look at the knot and immediately he knew how the knot was made in the first place. So he just reversed the whole thing and untied it. The knot itself taught him how to untie it. In life, worries are the knots in the handkerchief. If we look at them with awareness, we will know how to dissolve them. We will say exactly how the worry was created and then know how to untie it. The worry itself will teach us how to release it. Work out of inspiration, not out of worry. If you observe closely, you will see that goals always create worry in us. When we move towards any goal, we move only with the worry about the results. Krishna, an enlightened master from ancient India, beautifully says in the ancient Hindu scriptures, the Bhagavad Gita, the person who does not expect gain or loss from anything, 
works happily with no need even for motivation. When you are worried about the results, the very worry affects the results. Because when you worry, your doing is affected. Work should always be done out of inspiration, never out of worry. The motivation for any work should be inspiration, not worry. Inspiration is an overflowing energy that expands your capacity to do things. It is completely energizing. Worry, on the other hand, is something that shrinks your capacity. It limits what you are capable of really doing because it takes away your energy. When you work out of worry, you are always bothered about the results. When you work out of inspiration, you are not bothered about the results. You are bothered only about doing the task to the fullest. Any task done with the energy of inspiration always turns out good results. Even if it doesn't give the expected results, you won't feel bad about it because you've received fulfillment simply by doing it. The doing itself will fulfill you.